You know who it is. Welcome, welcome to Tell It How It Is. No filter. Happy holidays, happy holidays. I'm gonna show, I'm 50-50 on the support. Case being while I'm wearing this ridiculous hat. Trying to show the spirits and the moods and the feelings because most of us are brainwashed into thinking this time of year is supposed to be dedicated to spending your hard-earned money on buying presents for folks who are most likely ungrateful bastards. But you wanna still exercise a tradition that again has been brainwashed for I don't know how long, depending on how old you are, where you grew up, and how you grew up. So I'm gonna show my fake support for this mind trap. Happy holidays, hope all is well. Hope you guys are staying warm because it's colder than a $5 hoe that charged you a honey. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, honestly though, stay safe. You know, if you don't have to go outside, I wouldn't. You know what I mean? It, it's a different type of disrespect right now. Um, it's expected this time of year. We don't even know if this is the ultimate low. It's still early, it's fourth quarter. You know how the first quarter go. We can experience these temperatures again. You know, you figure you got a good strong three months till we're safe. So expect it, hat, gloves, extra undergarments, etc. Stay safe out there. So, want to begin with um, like, subscribe, comment to the damn channel already. Voice of Reason, NF, one word on YouTube. Again, you can email me topics, suggestions, feedback, criticism at howyoustopin35 at gmail.com. I take full advantage of timestamps so I no longer have to spell shit out for you. As I'm talking, you'll see it at this line on the bottom. It'll describe everything I'm discussing. It'll give you proper spelling so you are informed correctly um instagram how you stop them tiktok no noise 418 etc but subscribe to the channel voice of reason nf pretty soon i'm gonna start doing live so i can take advantage of super chats you guys can donate and you know give whatever you feel should be put into this cause if my segment does you any justice because you have to be able to take something from what I'm giving you. So let's go. I'm going to start negatively first. My pet peeve of the week. Groups of women in an establishment near me. You're on the other side of the restaurant or the lounge, whatever. Lounges as DJing and playing loud music, I understand that the engagements and convos will be either loud or few. So I'm cool with that because the music is over overwhelming and you may be trying to tell your homegirl something, let's go to the bathroom, etc. But I'm talking about spots where the music is at a moderate level where 
they're not trying to really take the ambiance away from indulging in convoys and interaction. So the music is at a, a medium level. Yet I can hear you friggin' loud girls to the loud of your top of your lungs, table or two near me, by me. That shit is annoying. It's usually louder the more that they drink. So the pet peeve is tone the fucking volume. <laughs> well, that's not the pet peeve. That's me advising. The pet peeve is the loudness. And it gets louder as they drink more. That's fucking annoying. That's my pet peeve of the week. Loud in establishments. Louder than the DJ music and all of that. That means you are obnoxious at this point. Bishop Lamar Whitehead. This has been brewing for a while. I should have, if I was going to mention it, I should have, you know what I mean? But anyway, I've seen it enough to finally bring it up. Uh, he's from Brooklyn. He's 44 years old. Convicted felon. Five years in Sing Sing. Married. A part of Leaders of Tomorrow in the National Churches. You know? Friend of Eric Adams. I don't know if it's friend or affiliate. Our mayor. Three kids. So, it's been some shit. Like I said, he did the five-year bid. Him and his wife was held at gunpoint, a robbery, in which they took some large quantities of jewelry. Some would fair to say, some would like to say or think to say that maybe that's karma for the charges he's uh, been brought up on, fraud, extortion, and false statements. So there are individuals who have had, it, had experience with this guy and, you know, they believed in him. I think he has his hands in real estate, maybe use that angle, real estate's and investments to get people to donate or not donate give him money to uh, get them right. That includes credit repair. So these are things you have to watch out for in general, not just him. So I guess they feel because they had a rapport with him that they can trust that. So the alleged charges or accusations, even the talks that's you know brewing, is that yeah, he has used vulnerability on these people and they believed in him so they even had an example of one young lady giving him up to 90k that was supposed to fix her credit and something promised on property whether to keep it maintain it fix it and so this is what's going on with him um the robbery situation i'm no leader of justice or a higher power but if he is guilty of these fraud charges, yeah, you can question as if the robbery is karma, especially as portraying a man of God. So keep a close eye on that if you care, if you even know him, heard of him, should I say. And that's crazy. Um, I'm going to save the other blow up in the news for last and let's go through some of these actual topics I got from people and some emojis so women let me take a sip enough I have it on the no filter side but it's voice of reason no filter we're back to guessing what's in the cup 
good stuff. Women. I think I'm. And I leave it. Yeah, I was going to turn it into voice of reason. Today's segment, I hope to be more than the norm in health for both sexes. Ladies, one more time. Ladies, I've exchanged with a few pairs of minds that's similar in age, similar in career status, similar in a couple things, but mainly those two. And this is what was drawn up. So when two people meet, I'm gonna I'm gonna not be political on this one. So who if you get offended, I'm just trying to attack a certain area and I need to be very exact. So a man and a woman dates based on my interactions, the first date is definitely all on the guy. I've gotten majority to agree to that. I've gotten majority to feel like that's just how it goes. This is regardless of attraction level. This is regardless of how much, how I wanna put this, how much connection, which is not what I originally would say, but that's like the backup word. So no matter how it's going, no matter connection, no matter fellas, I'm gonna talk on the fella side, no matter if you think you're going to get some, the first date is on you. Now, ladies, this is not a sleeper. This is not, this does not mean you don't bring anything to the table. And I'm not talking about financially. I'm not, don't slack off in energy. You know, if you're into this guy or the vibes is going good as, you know, and the communication rocking, this is not a day off. Not much is expected of you, but this is not a day off for you. But fellas, first date, automatic, off top, no matter what. I got the masses agreeing with that. Second date, political, no. Some tapered off. So let's say first date, I had 99.9% .9 of guys saying they're paying. Maybe 89 says the second date as well. Still good numbers. Now, the second date is political because of those 89, huh, 80 expected relations to even get to the second date. Expected. Doesn't mean they wouldn't show up. It's still on them if they did not get relations some do judge it which would leave the 10% which is the gap in between first and second date those 10% may feel like that is pending on if they did now the females ladies I'm sorry there's more on the table if you guys really connect get along and want to see where this thing takes you but ladies, really understand me. The goal at first is to have sex. So that first date 
it's automatic because you gotta interact to even get to that point, correct? So if after the first date, things went well, both of you can agree to that, and now here comes the second date, know that the numbers have dropped. This is not a threat. This does not mean you're supposed to just give in to any Tom, Dick, or Gregory. But understand, I'm giving you male nature, male's point of view, perspective, and thinking. So if the second date is a date where you, you guys did not have relations yet, he should still come strong. Pause. So... The behavior, the mannerism, and all of that shouldn't really shift too much from date one to date two. But just know that's in his head, though. The very few that might act out of emotions to an extent will show or not even really pull for the second date. And I'm going to give my assessment after that. So, first date, 99, says they pay. Second date, 89% says they pay. It's contingent upon some conditions, though. Third date, it's crickets. I mean, you're going to be a unicorn. No disrespect to fellas. And this is supposed to be giving game to women. Fellas, you're a unicorn if by the third date, no action, and you're still paying. There has to be some checklist that you have that is entertaining and fulfilling enough to still say by day three, I got it. This person is a unicorn and you are as well. Because for things you're not familiar with, for scenarios, cases, vibes, and women, fellas, that you're not used to dealing with or almost never have, you will go to extreme lengths to try to maintain this to see if it's really worth it. But this was really pointed out for the women. So fellas, just take a seat for now and you can still listen to what I'm saying because you could probably bounce those ideas off of what you already have set up. So we're at day three. First of all, you're not at day three, ladies. Because if a guy took you out twice and paid both times, and I'm sorry, but to give you the harsh realities that if two dates happened on a new guy that paid for both and y'all did not have relations, I can't see him conveniently and on prompt ask for a third date and really mean it. Shout out diplomats. I really mean it. I, don't, I can't see it. Um, my survey shows that. So, ladies, if you... This is the game I could give you, and then I'm going to go right into the God version. Ladies, after the first and second date, he was a gentleman. He paid for it all. You had an experience that you can really say you enjoyed. You up next, ma. You're expected to pay the third date based on this survey. Not only that, you have been placed, placed in charge of a lot. So you actually become masculine in a sense, mindset-wise, to prepare yourself for, okay, this is day three. 
I know I ain't give him no love, so he probably not even coming here. Pause. If I tell him to meet me somewhere, this is the lady. So I'm talking in lady talks, like as if this is the woman saying to herself. At this point, ladies, if you like this guy at all, I don't know how you fumbled. Maybe you don't want to look fast. And you know, that's what happens when a female's into a guy. She spends a lot of energy trying to make herself not look like what you probably wouldn't want to see, like the older version of herself. So, ladies, if you do let two dates pass and no cha-cha on this third date, you have to be a little aggressive. Fellas, I know aggressive women put them in their masculine, but you gotta let that rock out because according to the survey, I should feel disrespected, disrespected if a third date comes and I'm still expected to pay. I should feel that. Like I said, if you're a unicorn or you met a unicorn, the rare, the rare case exception is not the rule. But anyway, that's how you should look at it though. So ladies, don't waste, you know, I know you don't wanna look loose and easy and so I won't co-sign the first date. Guys would love that though. If, if it was on display to get it in, definitely the first date. Then men are not even putting any thought in the next day or two. And indirectly it might slack off where you see that he's not as active no more. No, I think he got complacent, but he still checks for you heavy. So, that's it. I thought that was dope. Hopefully you ladies get something out of that. First and seconds on the guy should be anything other than is a red flag. Highly possible red flag. Third date is on you. The whole aggressiveness, ladies, of doing the invite or inviting yourself to his place. Inviting him to yours. Like I said, the vice versa. Doing something that launches a move for him and he may blow up. That That's extreme now. Wow. <laughs> but bottom line, ladies, if you like him, by third date, aggressive. You set the tone, set the screen, whatever. Get it done. If not, I think after the first date, you shouldn't allow the second date, ladies, if you know you have no interest, zero interest. All first dates can't be blamed. You had to give it a shot to even know. But by the second date, don't waste the guy's time if you have no interest. And then if you're still debating by the third date, you must take over. Shout out Myron and Fresh from Fresh and Fit Podcast. This next one is from that. Uh, the statement goes, all women are gold diggers, just some are better at hiding the shovel. It's <laughs> a good one. So what this means in my eyes, fellas, this is for you guys. They may not overtly come out and say, your money matters. This is the watered down version you're gonna get. This is the best that it gets. It's not how much money you have. It's how much ambition and drive you have that will eventually lead to money. Where's the security for the money you receive? What's your career? What's your goal? Now, normally these type of combos are motivating and helpful as fuck. But when it comes from your partner, 
it's political because it can be inspirational or it can be I'm out the door. The thing is, everyone's replaceable, ladies and guys. So the women who are better at hiding the shovel in that reference, technically, don't mind just an honest relationship and something that feels good. But this is nature for women. So to not be that way just seems weird. It's again, how you present it. Based on individual, of course, high attraction can slightly deter the money process, slightly. So don't get that twisted. I thought that was a good one though, because it does matter, survival and all of that. What are you bringing to the table? Because women can always level up and get something that will bring a whole table with six chairs. So even if she has high attraction to you, over a time performance trumps attractiveness. Hmm. Fellas, just be on your game, be on your purpose, grind hard. I don't motivate this in the direction of because of women only. You should want this for yourself anyway. But the more you get into that, the more leverage you'll start to see that you have, which I have another topic that ties into that. Okay, something a little spicy. Your friend shows or tells you, we're gonna say and, your friend shows and tells you proof of your partner involved with someone else on the side. Let me bring that back. Your friend shows and or tells you proof of your partner involved with someone on the side. How do we take this apart? As the guy, are you doing you? Do you have a couple of things going on that's just not found out about? It's pretty, you know, airtight. It wouldn't get out. Hmm. Yet, do you find this out? What is that feeling in comparison to someone who's not doing anything at all? Now, it's easy to bail out. I think majority survey would said they're taking this the same way, no matter what they're doing, selfishly, respectfully. So here's the thing. I don't need to take a survey on this part. I'll fucking tell you like this. Let me just check off some of the things I handled already. Boom, boom. I don't give a, if I got 20 girls on the side and my partner may not know or didn't know, the minute she has one outside of me, all hell breaks loose, hurricanes and shit. So for me, it does not matter if I was doing me or not. 
the way men in America these days and for some long times now, the value of their partner has always been to stay pure, stay clear, stay, you know what I mean? All the way legit. So, it don't matter. The simple answer. But, it's, psych it's psychology, man, because I can see scenarios in my head or have been around folks where it's clear they're doing extracurricular. And they'll fucking go crazy if they heard some shit. Emotional, wild out. It may get physical, physical altercation. It may get verbally crazy. And now you messing with other people's paper. So, that shit crazy. The whole take the stand thing, I don't know if I believe that. To try to prove that um, you really have the evidence and you want to produce it. That's another angle to say, all right, so your friend tells you this. Do you approach your partner with the proof and you go down that route? Now, fellas, if you're doing you and you approach your partner on this and you thought your partner didn't know you were doing you, that's where you'll find that out. And that can get messy because if we're doing tick for tack or you know, get even, you do it, I do it. That can only get uglier. Now y'all start to grow resentment for each other if you haven't already. It'll magnify by a hundred. But you're in a tough position, especially as a guy, because do we not say nothing with some information like that? Do we really just ignore it? Or she gotta get the fuck up out that house. Think about that. So... You doing you or not doing you, I still think this stings a lot for the guy. Just based on how women are viewed biologically and how men are. Men, you know, we are attracted to pure for the most part. No, fuck that attraction. We want pure as our main, our only, if we could. So a lot of side transactions, even if they don't directly cause, I mean, directly affect you know, you as a per, you get what I'm going. But it still stings because women are supposed to keep that for one man. That is the biggest thing with guys and girls and, and women that they deal with, knowing that they're the only one that they're indulging with. So you can separate the doing you versus not doing you, but it stings the same way. Reactions may be different. I would hope the guy who's clean as a whistle, which no, almost no one is, walks away. Just walk away. Maybe you could give it a shot, maybe not. But be aware and be mindful before you make your decisions of what you're gonna do after that, right? So, that's cool. Uh, let me stop to give some motivation for a second. Before bed, Write down your thoughts. This improves quality of sleep. Will you get to this every night? I hope, but it's okay if you do every other night. Write down your thoughts before, right before bed. Here's some things. Goals for tomorrow. 
What are you grateful for? And any negative thoughts. Studies have shown that this improves mental health tremendously, dramatically. So try that again, boom. Before bed, write down your thoughts. What's your goals for tomorrow? What are you grateful for? And any negative thoughts. Got you. Just wanted you to take a moment to indulge in that. Fellas, your lady works as hard as you. Basically, I split the bills. So it's tiring. You work all week. They work all week. So y'all have a moment when y'all in the bed. She's asleep. You try to wake her up. To indulge. She's not hearing it. She's not having it. She's out of it, not in the mood. The thing about women is they cannot even be tired or have work and still not be in the mood. What I've learned is that, sorry to say, you can put up with this or not, the best indulging, fellas, this is, this is food for thought, the best, excuse me, indulging is when she's in the mood, when she wants to. Not necessarily meaning she has to initiate, but you know, you'll know. So if that doesn't happen as often as you get hot, you may want to consider just eating that because when you do get it, it's at a higher level because she has to want to be in that mood. She has to want to want that. If you're going to complain, I don't want to say you sound like a kid nagging, but if you press for something and you only care about you having that mood, you may could get a response out of that, but then performances are going to shift. You're not going to get the, the performance you want if you, you want and then complaining about it. Now, is there a line to draw where it's like, okay, this is too fucking far in between? Then, maybe you could voice that and take the hit of it not being as quality as when she's with it as well. Either way, understand that her mood mattered whether she was tired or not. But I know that tired working hard busting ass is going to further take you out of that loop. Again, deal with it. I don't want to encourage doing you, but hey, if that's what you need to, to exist in the 24 hours, by all means. But just understand women, body that they go through, mood that they go through every second of the day, every hour on the day. Another food for thought, fellas. Sex can only be a demand the higher your status is, even with monks women that are rated at eight or nine, possibly 10. So go back to the, even though it kind of conflicts a little, I said that they mood matters overall. So if you take the, they work as hard as you when you split the bills out the equation and you just go, boom, I got it. She don't gotta work, want for nothing. Do you feel 
more of a way if the same scenario presents. She's asleep, you try to wake her up to get in relations, and she's not in the mood. Absolutely, because I go back to my original saying that their mood matters. It's not all about money, status, if she works or not work. But I get the I get the statement because you can demand it in the sense of saying, okay, if you're gonna be like this on a regular basis, maybe we shouldn't be in this serious situation. Should just chill, take it slow, or just you know, friends with benefits because I'm gonna go to other friends for benefits because I needed a certain amount of time and I've leveled up, worked my hard, bust my ass, you know, become the best me. And so I deserve the little bit of requirements or whatever I choose to wanna have or, or use for pleasure and happiness. You know what I'm saying? So I get it, you can try that. Your status does matter. There's a better chance of it working out for you because your status is better. But still understand what I previously said. Women is a mood thing. Unless you don't care about performance, it feels so good that you can just get it off without any feedback or, or, or reciprocation. Boom. Women love spending money on men. If not, there's three things to check yourself on, fellas. You're not the person she's really into. I get that. Women don't have to be always vocal. Their body language, actions, movements can pretty much tell a lot. So I get that you're not the person she's really into. Number two, you're leading, talking about money and whatever you have. So her mind is made up. You bragging, you got it. Why break my neck? So you can actually fuck that vibe up because she was probably sizing you up, checking you out, analyzing like crazy and said, okay, he's a nice guy. I don't, you know, they may not break their neck to go spend money, but they think of it like, oh, wow, this is something I think he'd look good in or this is something I think he'd like. And because you was being humble, humble your ass and just chill you definitely will see those scenarios. But if you talking flashy and all of that, yeah, 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 you can't be mad if she don't. And third, it's the women you pick simply. If this is a thing. If you're noticing you never experienced a woman wanting to spend money on you or have shown and exercised that, it's definitely the caliber of women you with. Because... I do stand behind the statement to the t you know to an extent about women spending money on men. If you have been there, night and shining armor, just like you really do it for them, you know you have shown on your financial end gifts and whatever under scenarios that may not be normal. So once you get that reputation that that you a good guy like that, she's gonna enjoy it. What what do we do? Fellas, when we hear a chick is all that or whatever, we just thinking how many times a banger, right? <laughs> but women look at it like, oh, wow, you know, he's attractive. He can satisfy me there. Sense of humor, personality. And then, yeah, I want to spend on him. Let me go get him something. He, he deserves my hard-earned money. Because women, if, they, if you, these three things... 
you ain't getting shit. You hear me? So, last joint, everything that, you know, you know what's been going on in the world, but this is the biggest thing right now. Daystar Peterson, a.k.a. Tory Lanez. This whole shooting fiasco. So you know this event took place June 12, 2020. Alleged pool party, Kylie Jenner's house. All of the back and forth about what really happened, what went down that day, it's draining at this point. This is the highlight of the media. This is what we're giving all our energy to. It's fucking draining. I didn't even research the part about his pops, but I'm going to still mention that. So anyway, so three felony charges were on the table. Assault with a semi-automatic, possession of a concealed unregistered firearm, and negligent discharge of firearm. Tori, I don't know you, right? <clears throat> By the way, he's 30 years old from Canada. I have money unless... There's a stipulation, some shit I did, or there's a reason why it'll take a longer time or more obstacles. With that type of bread, I'm going to have a registered firearm, sir. So even no matter how I feel about this turnout, I, I'm going to tell you, fumble the ball there. You must have either bodyguards, which probably could be the only comeback argument that he does, and that's why he himself shouldn't have had a gun, but probably just felt that way in that scenario, because even though he got bodyguards, which I think there's one involved here, that he shouldn't need to carry. Anyway. So, Megan got shot in both feet based on the argument that, ex that transpired around 4 a.m. The jury was seven women and five men. They deliberated for two days in Supreme Court in LA before they came to a guilty verdict, which if convicted, because he hasn't been sentenced. If after sentencing, it's possible that he has 20 years and will be deported upon release. Now, I personally think he might do five at most, but he's going to do something. Because once you have a trial for this and it's been like exposed this way, he's going to have to take something. Um, This girl, Kelsey Harris, still not quite sure who that is. Meaning like person on a personal level, not what she is to this story. But just in general, I'll go peep the vibes. So they said she recanted her statement which in return corroborates Megan's story to point the finger at Tory. Hmm. But before that, early on, December 14th, they're saying that Kelsey pled the eighth, sorry, eighth. Kelsey pled the fifth. And according to her knowledge, thought that Megan stepped on glass. I don't know. It's a whole mess. Again, it's draining. If you're watching and viewing me right now, by now, you've heard enough of the story. It's everywhere. So that was the breakdown. And all I can tell you is it's quite messy. 
I do feel that if Tori is fully in charge and fully aware and fully not will fully knowledgeable that he knows he did this and that's really what it is, I won't say how long he should spend, but he deserves punishment. That's me saying I don't feel 100% about this. I'm just saying if that's what it really is, he do deserve some, some punishment. The other part of me that feels he did not, you pay the price for being somewhere when shit pops off. I get that. You can pay for just being in vicinity of some shit. I get the whole, you know, they're talking on Fresh and Fit about, you know, when you're an artist, especially a rapper, and you talk this rah, rah, kind of rah. You can't turn around and then snitch. But that's the question I'll leave you with. If you got all that money, shit, some people could be broke. You know who did it. And they come for you. You plead the fifth or you go, I don't know. And they go, well, look, we know you know. And if you continue this, we're going to give you the years that they were going to give. Now pressure on because it's like, I'm not doing 20 years or 10 years or 20 minutes. <laughs> so I don't know if I can draw conclusions to say, if he didn't do it, the way he was moving was kind of trying to avoid it getting placed back on him because he was in the super hot seat. So we'll see there. Like I said, it's very draining. You see it draining me as I sit here. And um, I want y'all to enjoy your holiday. Stay safe. You know what I mean? And don't go too crazy. I will say one last thing with this. Men, that men and women thing could never go a man's way. Sorry to say. So, men, we must be more responsible. It's a lot of pressure. Sharpen up. Smarten up. We must take the take this by the... We gotta leave emotions out. If we get into anything with a female, we must either walk away, try to handle it calmly, and diffuse the situation to the best of our ability. But you do have to also watch who you put in the circle and who you come in vicinity of. But it's never good when there's a story where it's man versus woman. So be careful of that. I still pray to um, Tori and his family. Oh, and the last thing, yeah, I heard his pops was in a rage out there while when he came out in the, you know, the media and all of the press were on him. He made some comments. You could go check that out. Like I said, it's too draining. Um, I, I know I get a father being upset for his son, but I don't know if he went like above. I was saying that he might have went a little bit above and overboard based on it. But you kind of can't question that if he's just trying to defend his son, right or wrong though. Um, so that's it. I'm out of here. Preferably see you in 2023. Stay safe, but you know I'm a grinder. I might leak it right before. If not, see y'all in the first quarter, 2023. Be safe.